Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode seven of the Bone Robot Games podcast. This week, I once again have Matt and Isaac with me, and we're talking again about Mass Effect. We had to touch back on it. I left you on a cliffhanger. I said, we're going to come back. We're going to let you know how the Legendary Edition is, but we were leaving you on a hopeful note. I said, get it. I'm taking it back. Don't <laughs> fucking get it. <laughs> I played through the whole thing. I literally, I don't know how long it's been out. I have 60 hours in Mass Effect 3 alone. I checked it today. Nice. I have many, 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 many hours in this. Uh, I beat Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3. I just did it all again. Full Paragon. Good guy. Uh, and this this is the takeaway. All of the best things from Mass Effect are still in the original trilogy. This added virtually nothing to the game. How much did this cost, by the way? I have like some sort of EA club or something like that, so I got it for like $5 off. I think I paid like $53, $54 for it, basically Oof. full price. Yeah, it's a full <laughs> price game. Yeah. Well, I mean, be? you do get three games. You, you, I just wanted the, to make sure. The benefit is, yeah, the benefit is that you have all three in one launcher on one console sitting there. Um, it comes with all the DLC, right? It comes with all the DLC, correct. Okay. Uh, but I will say that when I, in my journey to play them again, like, a couple, like a year ago, a year and a half, I just had an inkling to play them again before I even knew this was coming out. And one is on Game Pass. Uh, so I downloaded it and beat it there. And then I didn't know how to get two and three. And two and three were each available on the Xbox Live store for $20 a piece. And I said, I don't want to do that. So I went to GameStop and I bought both of them for $4 a piece used <laughs> on disc. I have the disc sitting right here in my house because I just did this. So again, if you don't mind going to your local GameStop and picking them up for $4. I don't know. Do you, do you think that with like supply and demand now, those ones will go up? But it'll probably just go down again because why would you want to buy the originals? Yeah. Yeah. So They'll either way. in the trash. Yeah, a year and a half ago, I bought them for $4 each. And you can still buy the DLCs, I think, and stuff online for all of them. But most of those are not worth it. We'll get into that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But they, they added... So the benefits are they're all in one launcher. The graphics are marginally improved i'm looking at like a side-by-side comparison of the graphics and they look very similar (laughs) there are and and again when you talk about like style like how games are stylized mass effect has like a really good like middle of the road graphics layout where it's not like it doesn't go into like the halo 2 remaster where it's like so good that it's outrageous right so like the I, and I saw, like, the one thing I saw where you could see it most most of the fidelity side by side, it was, like, showing it over the shoulder of, like, a Solarian talking to Shepard. And in the old one, it's, like, his, his like, armor is just, like, sort of like a blur of, like, black and red, and it just kind of all fuzzes together. And in this one, it's, like, you can see, like, individual pieces of it, individual textures on it, and, and like, you know, points on it. That, that pinpoints parts of the armor, which is completely useless to me. In a game like Mass Effect, it was never like, look at these insane graphics. The graphics are, like, good for what they were, but it's like it's not like they... Imp- the animations have always been wonky. They didn't touch the animations. He looks like a fucking idiot when he's hurtling over stuff. <laughs> like, yeah. Shepard looks like a dickhead when he's just walking around the ship. I will say that the effects and the lighting look like they're much better, especially in, like, the cinematics, but, like, the textures look pretty much exactly the same. Yeah. And the cinematics are a little bit improved, but if if you're a fucking super graphic stickler, you'll care. But, again, if if you're a fan of the game, it won't matter to you. It's sort of one of those things, it's like the Mario effect, where, like, or not Mario, I guess, but it's it's like an effect of old games where, like, probably like Super Nintendo games, where, like, in my head, it looks... You know, my imagination enhances the graphics. And then when you go back and look at it, you're like, oh, this actually does look like dog shit. But when you go back to Mass Effect, it still holds up well. Yeah, I swear Metroid wasn't 4K. Exactly. Yeah. I'm growing up, I'm like, it looked like Metroid Prime when I was playing Metroid, Super Metroid in my head. So exactly, if you're like us, and the graphics don't matter that much, it takes a backseat to the the entire project as a whole. Um, Again... All the best things from the Legendary Edition were just are just from the original Mass Effects, and and I will say I'm not sure there's no verifiable way to prove this. There were I had a host of bugs in my in my playthrough. 
that I don't remember from the first one. Like, first of all, when they released the game initially, you couldn't play it with a wireless headset on okay. the Xbox. There was a glitch. I don't know if I told you about this. When you, if you would load up the game, I could, if I pressed a single button on my, well, it had a wireless headset plugged in, it would just crash the game. You, it was unplayable, literally, That's with a wireless headset. But if I, I put a wired headset in, it, doesn't, it makes no sense. So the, the, all I could think of is, who who is it for? Like, I don't even know if there is quality of life updates. Like It says, I, it says it's for gamers by, it's by fans for fans. <laughs> I don't know if, like, it, what who is it for? I, the, the, the graphics improvement weren't enough for a major overhaul. I don't know if there is a single quality of life enhancement besides very minor like having all three in one launcher like people who are going to play like a 40 plus hour mass effect game aren't going to be bothered they have to put in a disc to play the second one especially it's not like you're switching between one and two non-stop yeah the did you ever play dlc in mass effect 2 i don't think so there i took a video of this there's a a, a dlc in mass effect 2 um We'll, we'll talk about the bugs, and then we'll go back to how DLC sucks. But it, it's so bugged out. There was a part... There's, like, a, a mission where you go into a base, and when you're leaving, the very last room I'm in, you go into a room, and you're, like... There's, like, a U shape on top floor. There's, like, a... At the end of the U, there is a ramp, and at the bottom is just a big open room. Like, the U is overlooking it, and in the bottom of the room, it's just filled with geth. And the room leading into the U shape, I couldn't get my teammates to leave. Like, so they, I had Jack and Garrus with me. They never left the room. They never left it. I had to do the entire fight by myself. And <laughs> I was also getting shot through the wall in this in this thing. Like, the enemies were hitting through the wall. That's fantastic. So, there's, like, a bunch of weird stuff that was, like, going on with that. I ran into a glitch um, in Grunt's loyalty mission where there was... I attacked a Varen too soon. It's the loyalty mission where you have to... You, you hit, like, the Thresher Maw hammers and you have to fight, like, hordes of enemies to gain his, like his tribal influence or whatever. Right. And they like the Varen like come down a ramp on either side and I would shoot them before their health bar would pop up. And one of them, I killed him before he landed. And then he just came onto the map and his health bar never populated. I had to quit the mission. He, he couldn't be killed. I just attacked him for 30 seconds straight. Oh, and yeah, he couldn't you sent kill me a clip him. of that. Yeah. It was embarrassing. So like that stuff was happening. That's like these glitches that I don't think were there when I played it originally. I had a glitch where I loaded up the game at one point, and it was just a ghost ship. No one was on it. Nice. Like, yeah, it was that just... never happened to me ever. Yeah. Like, I, I have a clip of it. I have them on my Twitter. They're, like, I ran through the entire... This is in Mass, all in Mass Effect 2. I like ran through the entire thing. Like, the, the main... Like, Joker wasn't there. Like, it, wasn't, it was just some weird glitch. Like, Joker never leaves the ship. He's never, ever been not there. He's just, like, gone. No one's there for some reason. It was uh, as soon as I load up the game. Doesn't he get kidnapped by the collectors, or does he... No, you play somehow? as him when oh, the right. kidnappers collect. That's and, right. Yeah, so he literally never leaves the ship. And even if it were... This is right before that collector's mission, ironically. But like, he's always there. There's never a point when Joker is not accessible but the ship is completely empty like i walked into the next room and it like everyone popped back in but um, for, for a little bit it was like being weird that's so, very strange so again no point to this thing the oh they added the photo mode which i do like a lot and i take in photos but it's not worth buying a whole new thing for yeah it seems like when they remaster things don't they correct me if i'm wrong but when they make these games they make, like, the textures in, like, fucking a million K or whatever. Like, it's super high resolution, and then they downscale it to put it into the game. So it seems to me with some of these remasters, not all of them, all they do is not downscale it. And then they're like, look, $60 game, everybody. We updated it so much. And I'm like, didn't you already make those assets when you developed yeah. the game originally? Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, when you look at games, especially, like, when you look at, like, Premiere remakes... And I think we already talked about this in the other one. Um, like the the Halo 1 to Halo, you know, Advanced or whatever. Halo Halo 2, the old one to the new one. The, the new one looks like it's a, a fucking movie. It's such yeah, an it's amazing. It's beautiful. It's like actually amazing. Exactly. It, like there's, yeah, It's there's a trip to switch it back and forth. Yeah. But like Mass Effect 2 came out in 2010 and it looks beautiful. 
it still looked beautiful. Yeah, the game is not old enough to need a remaster, in my opinion. No. It's like, it's like the same thing where they remade Skyrim five times, yeah. but Skyrim's fine. They're they're just drumming up support for the for the new Mass Effect thing because they just announced Mass Effect the next Mass Effect in like December or whatever it was. Yeah, Mass Effect Four. Well, it just says the next Mass Effect. I thought they called it Four. Am I am I crazy? You are. At the end of the, okay. I just watched the trailer the other day. At the end of the trailer, it just says Mass Effect will return or something like that. Man, they they're gonna fuck it up, dude. It's, uh, um, we're going to get into it. So we're going to say right now, I do the DLC for, I play one, again, I'm a diehard Mass Effect. I've already beaten Mass Effect like four times since it's been out. All three of them. I love the game. And I just go through it over and over. It's incredible. But you know, a game this good, you can go back to it every now and then and, and relive it. I like I like one because it's got all the inventory management. I feel like you get a new weapon or a new armor every five seconds. Oh, you do. You really do. Oh, it's jarring because I, today I beat three. And I said, I want to go back through the whole game doing full Renegade and on Insanity through all three. Um, and so I, st I went, I beat three, immediately loaded up one, and it is, there is a huge change. It is, it's hard to go back, honestly. <laughs> you, if you're going to play all of them, you have to start with one. Because it's like so weird. And three, I'm like, I keep in, in, in one, you don't have to reload, so I keep pressing the reload button, which throws grenades in one. <laughs> <laughs> and I just like, oh, I'm like, oh fuck, I'm so used to it that I do that. But um, so one, I mean, they all hold up. There, there are some silly shit about one that's like doesn't, that's like weird, but the story is just incredible. It's so well written. You know, the characters feel great. It's all about those interpersonal relationships. You know, talking to the people on your ship, talking to the people you meet, bonding with them interacting with them, shit like that, changing their lives, impacting them. And then you go through one, it's great. I think I played I played two DLCs for it, maybe, and whatever they have. The, the one DLC was just... It felt like they knew what they were doing for Mass Effect 2, and they said, let's add more into Mass Effect 1, because they, they had a mission where a group of Batarians take over an asteroid and try to crash it into a planet, except for Batarians are not in Mass Effect 1 at all. It's wow. it's the only instance of them except except this mission. Um, it, they do an interesting thing where at the end, if you do, it is a, it's a it's a whole planet, so it's kind of cool. And they do a Mako thing where you have to go to like, you're on the Mako and you go to like three different bases, and it's it's kind of interesting. There's like a big interaction. I if this was a DLC at the time, I wouldn't have paid more than five dollars for it, but it was like as a side mission, it was feasible or whatever. I don't know any other DLCs that were out in, for for the first one. Let me look it up. Did you guys ever play DLC for for these games? I played the DLC in in three. I played okay. um, the Leviathan DLC and the one with the, where you get the protein character. I well, we'll we'll get well. to them because I have a lot to. Oh yeah, so the the only Mass Effect one DLC is that, and so it's it's okay if it if I have to look at how much it came out for, but. I would pay five, maybe seven dollars for this DLC. It was just one mission, uh, and it was pretty good, but nothing special. It was just I imagine a mission. lot of the draw of it was, hey, a whole new race for this DLC. Yeah, it was just another mission, um, and so I'm actually reading here that there is apparently another one that's called Pinnacle Station, that apparently the source code. At developer Demiurge Studios discovered that it was the source code got corrupted when Mass Effect was ported to the PlayStation 3 in 2012, so they couldn't put that on the disc. So you don't get all the DLC even with this because they don't have it <laughs> available wow, to themselves. Wow, that's an interesting so <laughs> situation. They didn't have a backup of their whole DLC. Who knows? Yeah, so incredible. The DLC on one is probably the only worthwhile one. Honestly, it, it's it's if you're getting it for free again, it's only like. I don't know how much they paid for it, but it's decent. It's it's um, inoffensive, and it it's uh, it's competent at least. You know, it's a good mission. But at the end, uh, I'm gonna ruin it for you here. So there's gonna be a lot of spoilers here. The the Paragon option is he goes, yeah. If if I'm gonna either kill all these hostages or you can let me go, and I just let him go because I'm a, I'm a full Paragon, and he he shows up later in Mass Effect Three, which is cool, but um. Again, that like that him showing back up is cooler than any DLC in the whole game. So mm -hmm. I beat Mass Effect One, 
dude, Mass Effect 1 has such a fucking killer ending. Seren, oh yeah, this is something I want to talk about. When you go back to 1, so 3 is like this huge like end of the world scenario and you just feel overwhelmed the whole time. And you go back to 1 and dude, when you first see Saren, he just gets the fucking biggest close up of all time. The, like the the camera angles and shit they do in 1 is so different from 2 and 3. It is very like focused on Saren versus Shepard. Shepard versus Sovereign. Like, they, they have these weird camera angles and close-ups and stuff. And it, it feels really good. It feels like a movie playing the first one. That's why I think it's like... They started off pretty hot with how they went with the story there. Okay. So that... that that, that It felt good to go back to. I think it's still comparable. But then you get to 2. You, 2 is incredible, obviously. So the, the first DLCs you can access aren't really DLCs. It's just they had two new characters, which is weird. Kasumi and Zaid... Um, yeah, I never, I never had DLC for the second one. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. I haven't so, met those yet. I've, I've played both of them. If you have the DLC, you can, it's, you can do it first. It could be the first two characters you can get. You could recruit them before anyone else. Kasumi sucks. Um, you get them, you, so you get them instantly. There's no like recruit mission. You just get them. Oh. Huh. And then you just can only do their loyalty mission. And Kasumi sucks. It's really bad. From Dead or Alive, right? No, I don't know. Kasumi Goto. She looks like an alien, dude. I don't think she's from Dead or Alive. Let me check. I was just making that up. Uh, I already looked it up. Don't worry. No. <laughs> <laughs> she sucks. Um, her loyalty mission sucks. Zaid is like a piece of shit mercenary, and his loyalty mission sucks. He's so, like the guy that kills the, the snake man? Thane? No, that's that's Kai Lang. Right. So this guy's Zaid, whatever. Zaid, he's just like an old white guy, and they both are really boring. And here's the worst part: they you can't interact with them at all beyond this loyalty mission. It's like you know when you go into your home base and two, and you can like go up to Tali or like Garrus and be like, "Hey, what's up?" And you have conversation options. You can right. never ever do this with Zaid and, and Kasumi. It has like the bubble. If you say talk, they just can like spit out three or four new lines depending on where you are in the game, and then they go, "Come back and talk to me later." Nice. But, like, it's not an interactive thing. Like, you have to stand there and listen while they just say something. So it's, like, kind of like, oh, yeah, this is neat, I guess. Um, I think they, that's, like, half a character. I mean, if you're going to put yeah. a character in Mass Effect, like, yeah. interacting with them is part of adding the character. It doesn't exactly. just mean you put a character model and give them some abilities and a loyalty mission. Like, yeah. There's more to it. Zaid is brain dead. When he comes back in three, you barely see him. I don't know why they even kept him in the game. He should not. He should not be in the game. He should be removed. They, this would have been an improved release if Zaid was taken out of the game entirely. He serves yeah. no purpose in Mass Effect. Fuck Zaid. Yeah, he's a dumb bitch. Uh, the Normandy crash site one is like this is like stupid fan service. You literally land at the Normandy crash site and you walk around and you pick up dog tags and then you the end the mission ends. The crash site from two or yeah, this is all okay. two now. So, like, the Normandy crash lands on a planet, and you go there and pick up their dog tags, and then it, and that's it. And you leave. That's Wait, a mission. Wait, whose dog tags? The, what a the, the, the dead people. At the beginning of 2, Normandy gets hit by a collector beam. Right. And so oh, the, yes, there's yes, a yes, mission yes. where you can just go to the crashed Normandy site and, like, pick up all the dog tags of the people that died on that, like Navigator Presley and You shit. at least get to see some dead bodies, or what? No, it's, like, frozen wasteland. It, it like, <laughs> when you go to certain sections of the ship, it'll, like, he has, like, a flashback. Like, it'll show, like, the person that died, and you're, like, sad about it. I mean, that's, like, that part's cool. They do shit, like, that's, that's still cool, but it's it's worthless. I wouldn't have paid any money they for They had, this. like, a really cool idea and then turned it into a glorified fetch quest. Yeah. And then so the, the there's one good one on this one again. So um, I didn't I didn't do Arrival I don't think because I didn't care by that point. And there's these two that are tied in called Firewalker and Overlord. I started doing the Overlord one and it was really glitched out and boring, so I stopped doing it. And the Firewalker one was also boring because for both of them they add a new car. It's like the the Mako spiritual successor it's called the hammerhead and it's like a hovercraft and it sucks to drive and it's and i hated it the best thing about two is when they take out the fucking mako and then, and then they and, throw it back in and then they're like here try the fucking hammerhead dude there's seriously it's so i'm like 
they they knock the I don't know if they like the the people who made Mass Effect two like they knock it out of the park. They go check. We just banged out an awesome game, and then they say they say DLC, and everyone throws up their hands and go, I'm not fucking touching this game again. Get someone who doesn't know anything about Mass Effect to make it. <laughs> <laughs> because in these like Firewalker missions, when you're driving this stupid ass hammerhead around, you like you like. There's seriously a section where you're like on a lava planet and there's like a lava waterfall and then a lava river and there's like fragments of rock and you have to like jump over them to like to like you have to like jump over each like to, from rock to rock to cross a lava river in this giant hovercraft and I'm like this is so boring. Mm-hmm. I sounds, don't want to be doing like this. Sounds like Mass Effect gameplay for sure. It, yeah, I was like, who's who thought this would be <laughs> who, who fun? Wants, who wants the platform with your giant hovercraft that's terrible to drive? Exactly. That's what that's what Mass Effect needed: platforming sections. Absolutely. I was like, dude. So the only one that's like even halfway decent. But again, here's the problem with Mass Effect: they they put in so many like moments that ha- that have to feel powerful already throughout the game that all of the DLC feels like dog shit comparatively because it can't have that big of an impact because they're already right. like making the other game and they don't know if people are going to play it or not. Right. So the only one that's like halfway decent is the Liara Lair of the Shadow Broker one. I think I played that. Yeah. And I might be making it up. You go with Liara and you hack some stupid dumbass terminals and then she's like I Shepard, I talk like this. I'm I have to, I'm gonna go hunt down the shadow broker, and then you go and and then you go and help her, and you go to the shadow broker's ship. And there's like a cool mission where you're infiltrating his ship, and then you fight him, and he's a cool alien race, and then she becomes a shadow broker. That part's cool. The thing I like the most about it is when she becomes a shadow broker, you get the access to these terminals on her ship that just have like private information about people. Like, about a bunch of different characters. Like, it has information about, like, Miranda and, like, all the characters on your team at the time because it's, like, the Shadow Broker. I have info on everyone. And I right. just spent, like, 25 minutes reading it, and it was all super cool. Yeah. It was really well done lore. I swear I did that one. I think yeah. I did do that one because it was it was cool. I might be confusing it with 3 because she's just... She's, still she's the Shadow, Shadow Broker, Broker in 3. three. Yeah. So, Whether or not you do the DLC. So, at, so, the best part of that DLC was fighting a cool... A really good boss fight... It was a cool alien race that never comes back or is touched on ever again, re- except for briefly Perfect. in three. And I'm reading. I was just reading lore shit. <laughs> you don't have to do it all. It is not required whatsoever. Great DLC. The yeah. Book. So, oh, and the rest Might of the Mass the Effect DLC, the rest of the Mass Effect 2 DLC is like armor packs. So it's pointless. Right, yeah. It's like you could buy the Blood Dragon armor from Dragon Age or whatever. Yeah, I, I must have got it on PC. I must have got like a collector's edition or something because I definitely had the Blood Dragon armor. Out of yeah, point. they they were like they had a tie-in because Dragon Age came out like two years later or something, and that was when they were doing DLC. I don't fucking know. And now Mass Effect 3 is the fucking ultimate dog shit worthless DLC pack of all time. <laughs> from Ashes, blows. Getting a Promethean on your team sucks dick. He's, what about he's, Zelnaga? Zelnaga would be cool. They're the same thing. <laughs> They're the same <laughs> thing. He's he's just an African guy. He just goes, we have to fight the Reapers or whatever. He just talks <laughs> like that kind of. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it would be great because I'm like, oh, we could totally learn about them. And he's just like, I was born when the Reapers were already fighting us, so I don't know shit about civilization. Yeah, and here's here's the thing I don't like about stuff like this. Part of the and, – and this is why they ruin it. Part of the cool thing about stuff like the, pro, the Protheans is the mystique. You don't know shit about them, right? You have to just extrapolate. And they sort of dive into this where he's just a piece of shit and he's a warrior. And he's just like, yeah, we subjugated all the races. He's like, we used to be your masters. He's, he's just an African guy. He's like, we used to he's like, we used to just subjugate your races. Everyone did what we said because we were the best. And if you didn't, we would exterminate you. They're basically the Reapers anyway. He's like, you were all slaves Yeah, they basically were the Reapers anyway. Yeah. And then Liara's like... Shepard, this is fucked up, man. I don't like this. And they butt heads, and she's like, "I wasted my whole life studying Prometheans to f- find out Protheans to find out they're assholes." And then, <laughs> and then, that's it. Like they just they sort of yeah, touch that's on it. it. They sort of touch on it. I didn't want to bring him on any missions because it's like this feels really hollow. People are like, "Oh my god, is that a Prothean?" And he's like, "I would kill you if I could." And it's like this is weird. Yeah, uh, I brought him on every mission because. 
I was like, oh, I want to hear the extra dialogue options that'll have. He never said anything interesting. No. You expect people to freak out. Like, they've made jokes about it where someone would be like, is that a Prothean? And he'd be like, yeah, yeah, I'm Prothean. Get over it. And then yeah. everyone just would. I'm like, how do you get over this? Like, yeah. the, world, the whole universe is ending, and then you see a Prothean that you just heard about vaguely. Yeah. How do you not freak out? People should be, like, shooting themselves in the face in the streets. Yeah. It's, a, it's like, imagine we saw a person, and we're like, hey, where are you from? And they're like, yeah, we're actually the missing link. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's that's cool. And then we just keep going on about our day. Yeah, just keep bagging fucking bananas or just whatever. bagging bananas yeah he comes up to me at the grocery store he's like yeah i'm a caveman i just got unthawed do you want to know about i was there before jesus i, I don't know why he would say that but <laughs> it, it makes no sense the mission is kind of good just by virtue of mass effect 3 being like a very tight yes. game gameplay wise but he sucks dick uh the omega mission blows i so, didn't play that one you go it's like they do this thing in Mass Effect 3 where all the, they have like these big missions where like you go by yourself as Shepard to retake Omega from Cerberus with Arya. Right. And you go there and you just fight with Arya. She's extremely overpowered. She's an insanely strong uh biotic ability. They also do this really annoying thing since it came out after the game was out where they Add in enemies that are really cool and fun to fight that you never see again the rest of the game. Uh, so it's like these these cool Cerberus drones that never come back or something like that. But so you like go to Omega and it's like another hub. So like a hub world in in three where like you have like these areas you can go to and you can open a map the same way that it happens in like. Uh, you don't go to the Citadel really in three. Oh yes, you do in like the Citadel when you like okay. open a map and there's like elevators and shit. So it's like that. And they do that, and then you, like, talk to her, and you do, like, a series of, like, three or four missions. But it's really boring, and then she just takes Omega, but then she's just always back on the Citadel in Purgatory Bar when you go talk to her, because why wouldn't because she Because that's be? where she belongs. Exactly, because that's where she is in the game. It makes no sense. It was really boring. I hated it, and it also, like, makes you stay, like, in Omega for a long time. I thought I was just going to be like, here's one mission, and I, like, got stuck doing it for, for four hours because... You have to go through all these mission things, and right. it's like these people I don't care about, and it sucked. So that was kind of stupid. And um, and and again, all these ones you're just like overloaded with like extra. You get like three weapons while you're doing it. So it's like you get you get a new assault rifle, you get a new SMG, you get her her you get her biotic power at the end of it to unlock. And it's like this is pointless. Now. We've already established that all these kind of suck dick. I guess we should talk about Leviathan quick, and then I have to go over a fucking really, really, really awful DLC. All right, I thought Leviathan was okay. It was like it was too short. I don't know how much yes. it cost, but it was very short. There was a lot of uh, cool lore stuff in it, but I thought it should have just been a part of the base game because a lot yeah. of that lore stuff is really significant. Oh my god, is it significant? It's another thing where they just completely eradicate the. The, the quiet, like, the Prothean backstory where it's like, yeah, it's a mystery, and they go, no, we know it down to a T, and we're going to tell you exactly if what you it is. If you spend $10 on this DLC, that is. Well, this is, like, mind-blowing. The, the Leviathan, and again, huge spoiler, is the original race, like, in the yeah. entire universe, or the galaxy, or whatever. No, like, like, the first race. And then they also tell you that they accidentally created the Reapers. Yeah. The, a Leviathan looks just like a Reaper, but it's made of scales and it lives underwater and has and it's extremely powerful. So the mission going up to it is super cool. They 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 I I said I thought the mission was super fun. Yeah. They, they it dips into this this sci-fi element that they've never done before, where it's like less interpersonal stuff and more like larger than life, unknown space exploration kind of like Star Trekky shit. Where like these people like. He mind controls them for literally 10 years and you go and see them and they're just like, you shouldn't be here. And they all like stand and stare at you and it's like very ominous and foreboding and cool. And, but, but then there's just like, you just fight Reapers the whole way and shit. Which, I mean, the, again, the fighting is incredible. But then the last part, like the culmination, right? You fight a bunch of Reapers on a cool abandoned ship in the ocean and you take like a fucking mech underwater and then you see them, you have a short conversation with them and the mission ends. Yeah. It could have been so much more, and they just let it hang there. Yeah, there's a lot of exposition at the end from the Leviathan, dude. Yeah. But it was okay. It definitely should have been part of the base game. 
Yeah, if you're going to put that in, it has to be. Especially because, but again, I just beat it, and you could, like, ask... They, they're like, oh, now they fucked themselves because they go, we have to throw this in. If you play Leviathan before you beat the game on, on a subsequent playthrough, you have to throw it in. So you get to the end, and I stuck, talk to the star child or whatever, and you <laughs> it gives you options about, like, the Leviathan. But he, he, he just brushes it off because they're like, yeah, we have to put something in there. He just goes, you go like, well, what about the Leviathans? And you go, yeah, they, th- that, they created me. And then you go, <laughs> okay, and that's it. And it just, like, moves on. It's yeah. like because they they what can they do right they they're like let's yeah. open up a fucking can of worms in the lore and then never touch it again ever right I don't know why they would ever do it it's extremely cool it's the best DLC mission and it it doesn't need to be made again <laughs> it's still unnecessary it's completely unnecessary now I'm gonna fucking snap out about this other DLC mission because it was total dog shit and it made me be mad at the game for the first time okay ever. what what is it it's the citadel dlc so they do this extremely ham-fisted complete fan service mission where for some reason you're the normandy gets that's docked and you have to take shore leave when you take shore leave you again i accidentally did this in the middle of the game because i, I didn't know what it was i was just doing side missions and i didn't realize it was this and uh so anderson gives you an apartment and you go to your <laughs> – Captain Anderson gives you his apartment. He's in the middle of fucking holding down Earth. And he's like, Shepard, I have a gift for you. And I need you to hold down my place. <laughs> he's like, you should have this. You need to relax or whatever. So mm, you got go, you a sweet bachelor pad. <laughs> it's Earth is like, literally <laughs> burning, but you need to chill out for it, a little bit. Go to the so beach, dude. It's so tone deaf and thematically all over the place. And the entire mission system is fucking dog shit. But it starts off by you going to this thing. And you just walk around and you and there's like notes because Anderson's doing an autobiography and he's like you you read the notes and he's like yeah I'll talk about Shepard and that's the only cool thing about this mission and then so you go you go on the mission and you get a, a message and it says Joker says come meet me for sushi and you go meet him and you get attacked by people and they do this really weird thing where they since they attack you and they have to jump on you and you're just wearing like your plain clothes you just find like a silenced pistol. And they want you to do like this mini stealth section where oh, like the no. enemies. Ah, <laughs> oh, there it is! I knew it. Where the the enemies, like if you if you kill them with the silenced pistol, the next enemy won't be alerted. Well, this is completely antithetical to 100 You're hours. Not a stealth game. <laughs> Why are you putting stealth in? I love stealth games. I like I've been playing Dishonored 2. I've yeah. already beaten it twice. I'm playing it like no powers Iron Man mode. Super, I love stealth games. I used to play Tenchu when I was a kid. There is no reason to just put stealth into your game. No. You either make a stealth well, game or you just don't. You're exactly I mean, I, right. I feel like you can throw it in if you do it well. You should not throw it in. It's never been done well in the history of video games. It's never been If your game well. isn't a stealth game, you don't need a stealth the mission. Thing you're about just going to piss your players off. Exactly. The thing about stealth games is you have to ramp up to completely understanding and mastering the stealth mechanics. And you know, I completely failed this mission and got my ass kicked for the first part of it because I just start – the first thing I did as soon as the battle start is throw a shockwave. Right. And, and now everyone there is alerted to me. I have no armor, and I have to use a fucking silenced pistol to take out these special troops. Word. And so I'm like, this is stupid. So you go through like a really hard segment, and again, they they, they did one cool thing in this. You can have Rex on your team for the entire mission, and you, cool. he's unplayable for the rest of Mass Effect Three, and he's so badass and he's super cool. They fucking squandered him by this mission. So you start, you get attacked. They do some cool cutscenes where you're like fighting in the underbelly of the Citadel because you were at a sushi restaurant with with Joker when you got attacked, and then you're they do this extremely again ham-fisted corny shit where as you're like first of all some crazy Alliance girl named like Agent Brooks comes up in the middle of the thing she's like they're after you Shepard you gotta watch out and then so she's like. Like Liara, like, and then the next person you see is like Liara comes and meets up, and she's like, "I'll help you, Shepard." And then James comes, and they like slowly come in, and they come on comms, and they're like, "I'm here for you, buddy." And it's so dumb. Oh, uh, they're you know what they were trying they were trying to do like the uh, the pandemonium level in Final Fantasy Nine. No, they're no your help. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's so poorly done. They're doing <laughs> yeah. like this like goodbye mission apparently. So. Dude, she, the, okay, the worst part is the dialogue. There's so many bad things. Dude. I'm going to fucking go off about this for like 15 minutes. <laughs> so the dialogue is atrocious. They do – like so the, the like the banter in most Mass Effect missions is 
99% of the game is extremely serious and takes itself seriously. And then for some reason, this mission, she's like, this this Brooks chick <sighs> is like this obnoxious, nervous band kid. Like, she gets shot in the beginning, and she uses too much Medigel. That's why they say she's acting like this. And she starts, like, talking all fast, where she's like, you have to access the service elevator. It's like a walkway, but smaller. Oh, yeah, tunnel. Am I talking fast? I'm talking too fast. It's like this fucking pathetic bullshit you have to listen to. It's so disgusting. It sounds like, like a pointless thing to put in. Yes. It's like Mass Effect is completely devoid of this, and it's why I love it. It's so well written, and they throw in this like goofy, stupid character for no reason. And then like later on, she's like not accustomed to battle. So there's like a huge fight, and she goes, let's move forward. I'm going to throw up a little if, I'm, if that's okay with everyone. Like saying oh lines like this. I wrote these down because I was, I was like, I'm going to puke because this is so obnoxious. And then they, they ruin the, they diminish the actual team banter because they won't stop talking. So here's another corny-ass throwback. They split into two teams. So you take a strike team with you. I picked, like, Tali and Garrus or something like that. So on the other two teams are, like, groups of three of your other two, your other teammates. And they split into teams Mako and Team Hammerhead, the two oh. dumbass cars. Right? coolest things in Mass Effect, the, the universe. <laughs> exactly. The, and the entire mission, they're chatting on comms, non-stop. I can't hear what's going on in the fucking battle, because Garrus will chime in and go, Team Mako here. Team Hammerhead can thank me for eliminating all the enemies. And then James on the other team chimes in and goes, Team Hammerhead here. If that were true, they'd all be alive because you're such a bad shot. And then fucking, it's honestly that bad. I'm not and kidding. Then, and oh then Shepard chimes in. He's like, this was supposed to be my vacation. <laughs> kind of. And then <laughs> and then Javik teams in and goes, I'm Team Rubber and you're Team Glue. No, he doesn't say that. But like, it's, it's, that <laughs> it's that bad, dude. It's like the whole mission, too. Like, they, they have a little bit of that, like, going in the game where, like, Garrus will be like, oh, you should thank me for that, Tally. I just saved your life. And she's like, you're not as good a shot as you think. And then it's done. And it's, like, kind of makes sense and it's good. But it's the whole mission and it's so over the top. It honestly was like, you know what we should do for this mission? Get a seventh grader to write it. Right. That's a tragedy. And why the fuck would they put a stealth mission in? I'm still pissed about it's, that. It's only, like, the first third of it and then you get... The thing, don't, I'm gonna do it. I haven't even touched the surface of how bad this DLC is. You're gonna lose your fucking mind. <laughs> There's a part where Shepard bumps. Okay, so before they leave, they all like gather in his apartment. It's like your base of operations. Before they leave for the mission, they're doing this thing where Shepard's like, I have to pick a strike team. And somebody goes, and like James goes, ahem. Like he wants to be on it. And then like, so does Liara and Kasumi and like someone else or whoever's there, right? They all, like, do it. Like, they want to be on your strike team. And then, like, you you, you bump into, uh, like, a Volus. Oh, no, you bump into a Volus, and he's like, and Shepard's like, who is this? And James is like, I ordered a pizza. Oh, my God. Yeah, and then they all do the ahem gag. And then, like, after that, we're like, oh, because they want to go on the mission. And then the Volus does it, too. And he's like, who's going to pay for this pizza? And I'm like, this fucking sucks. And then midway through the mission, you just fight like this most powerful part of the strike team that's attacking you. And Liara's, for some reason, Shadow Broker Glyph is with you. And out of nowhere, in the middle of the mission, he's like doing things where he's like, the enemy is right here. And then for some reason, he just goes, there is a, there is a call for James. There is a Volus on the line asking for payment for the pizza. And then James says, they burnt the pepperoni. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it down. They said all this. <laughs> this happened in the game. It reads and plays like bad fan fiction. It made me want to puke. Right. If you if you like this mission, you you should have your Mass Effect card revoked. Right. It's tactless. The problem. Yeah, it's lazy fan service. The tone is jarring. The writing retroactively made me hate every character. They squander <laughs> Rex by allowing you to have him on your team, and it just serves to show you that they should have had a Krogan in the entire game because he's the best teammate you could ever have. He's the only one I've ever seen melee. He's so cool, and they fucking ruin it. Okay, now you ready for the worst part of this whole mission? Yeah, go. You will never guess who the, the bad guy of this mission is. Uh, it's the reporter that you punch in the face. No. <laughs> Matt, take a guess. <laughs> dude, I have no idea. Take a guess, dude. Who's attacking you during this whole mission? Dude, I'll give I you a clue. They're trying to steal your identity. You find out earlier, a little bit earlier before they reveal it, that they're trying to steal your identity. 
Dude, I don't even know the freaking names of the characters, I'm gonna be honest with you. Isaac, anything? The Elusive Man? It's a clone of Shepard. <laughs> <laughs> it is a literal clone. You come face to face with him. It is so it's so, it's like this retroactive like uh uh retcon bullshit where you go, oh, "Oh, how do I have a clone?" and it's you like just in armor and he goes he just like straight up tells you. He doesn't give a shit. Just straight up straight up tells you. He's like Oh, when when the elusive man was rebuilding you, he also just cloned you flat out. But then he he decided to. I I, I was in a coma until six months ago. <laughs> Literally says something like that. And so then, he was like Plan B in case you couldn't. Yeah, revive and he's like, Shepherd. but then they threw me away when you worked out. And for some reason, he's mad at Shepard for this. And he's How trying dare to you survive? And he's trying to steal his identity to become the real Shepard. So he's, like, going through the... You're chasing him through the Citadel archives, and, like, you're too far behind him for some reason. And he keeps, like, rewriting Citadel records to, like, make him a Spectre instead. <laughs> because it's, like, he's, like, taking over your life or whatever. Well, so, it's really stupid. It's so I, bad. I can't decide if it would be better or cornier if... He just showed up and he's like, "Hey, what's up? I'm you. Let's go kill some shit together." <laughs> Dude, it was it was <laughs> Shepard is on your party. It yeah, was Shepard, you have a second Shepard. That would have been super funny. <laughs> Dude, it was so bad. I, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be neat. Someone's trying to steal my identity." And it was a Shepard clone. It looked identical to you. I was like, "This fucking sucks, dick." I was like, "This shit sucks." <laughs> That's that was me in my house alone. Dude, so okay, you're trying to kill a clone of Shepard. Then. Like you okay, so you <laughs> I can't even fucking get through this. It's so bad. You you chase him down to the end and you're like running to confront him and you're you're chasing him through these vaults and as you're like crossing a threshold to right before you get to him, you get trapped behind a laser wall and you're and you realize you're trapped in a vault. He okay. he trapped you. He's winning. You're taking a big L. And the, the Alliance girl, Brooks, walks up behind him, and she's like, oh, yeah, I was on his side the whole time. Oh, shit. And they're like, oh, who are you? And she's just like, I used to work for Cerberus, and then I ran away because I didn't want to. And that's it. And then she just works with him for some reason. They don't really, <laughs> like, give it big details for some reason. And so listen to this dog shit. They trap you in a vault. And there's like this huge moment where you just got defeated by Shepard. He rewrites his palm print in front of you, like to be his, so he's a Spectre status. And he's going to steal the Normandy, and everyone just thinks it's you. And the vault like seals you away on a wall of like private stuff, right? I'm gonna read this because I seriously. So you, you trapped you in the vault, and and Shepard goes, like the 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 fake the clone Shepard goes, I should go, because like Shepard says that all the time. And Caden's like, Caden's on my team at the time. He's being very serious. He's like, I bet we have an hour of airtime in here, tops. And Shepard has like a sitcom moment where he goes, do I sound like that? Why didn't anybody tell me? Oh my don't, God. Like, meanwhile, the, you're I'm trapped in a fucking vault on the wall, right? And I'm like with Rex and, and him. And it's like so fucking tasteless. Shepard is like always serious. He's like, and then so like right after that, you know, Rex is like, yeah, you, you always did. I thought you knew. And, and then Shepard's like, oh, I would have, he's like, I should go. I should go. I should go. I'm going to fucking kill myself. I swear to God. Right I'm 100%. <laughs> he's doing that in the thing. Like saying like, and they're trapped in a vault and with like, okay, so limited air. He's no, no, wasting the it, air. It instantly gets resolved. There is no, there's nothing here whatsoever. It's like fading to black as he's doing this. He's like, I should go. I should go. And Caden's like, shouldn't we work on getting out of here? And I swear to God, this is how they do it. Shepard just goes, Glyph, are you still there? Which is the drone, the 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 salt, the shadow, Liara's shadow broker drone. Yeah. And he goes like, "Yes, I'm coming," and he just lets you out. The ne the literal next scene is you like chasing down Shep clone Shepard again. So, so the you you get out and the Shepard is trying to take the Normandy and you get you sneak onto the Normandy uh, as he's taking off because he like kicked everyone off. Oh, uh, you see like. You're, you see the chick that's on it, whatever her name is, and she's like, how could you kick me off? And, oh, yeah, here's another really corny part. She's like, getting, like you're getting kicked. She's like, you just fired me. And he's like, no, I'm the real shepherd. And then they're like, we need, we need a small mass effect field to break open this latch so we could get in. And they use her toothbrush for some reason. And there's like a, a 
a corny line where like he's like I'm gonna I hope we finish this up quick. I, I'm gonna owe her a new toothbrush because we broke it getting in here. And I'm like, who the fuck wrote this? Get me their name, cause I'm gonna punish them. <laughs> and then so the the there's like a couple good boss fights in the in the course of Mass Effect. This one is not one of them. It's like it's seriously stolen from Air Force One. You you are fighting him in like the open hangar bay of the Normandy or whatever, the cargo bay. And for some reason, soldiers are spawning infinitely. I don't know where they're coming from because they weren't here when I killed them a second ago. And you're fighting Brooks and Shepard. And I, I completely kill Brooks and incapacitate her fully. And then a couple seconds, she's just up again later because they it needs to have story ticks. Like after you do a certain amount of damage, like to Shepard, it does like a next story segment and the, it like proceeds through the mission or whatever in the fight mm. so like she just got resurrected out of nowhere in the fight i also don't understand how he works he would like try and punch me and i i don't i didn't understand how to get away from him it was like a really really bad fight it was like they made it super shaky like a jason Bourne movie because it was in the back of the fucking cargo bay right so dog shit thing i get through it and i swear to you the last scene is like shepherd uses the clone shepherd uses biotics to knock your two teammates together Real Shepard tackles him. They roll down the open cargo bay thing. Shepard catches himself. Clone Shepard's hanging off of it. Okay? Your your Shepard is looking down on Clone Shepard, and it gives you Paragon or Renegade. Renegade is like, push him off. I pick Paragon, and it's like, I'll help you up. And he goes, he goes take my hand. And Clone Shepard goes, why? And he goes, so you could live. And then Clone Shepard goes, what's the point? And just lets go and hits a fuck. And you're moving this whole time. Like you're going through the air. He's trying to steal your ship. And he just crashes into a, a, a fucking skyscraper and dies. And then you arrest Brooks. And the mission does not end. So this, so first of all, it's already dog shit. It sucks. They, they hand wave and they end the next scene. They go, Oh yeah, we cleared everything up. All your stuff is back to normal. Okay. Whatever. We had a gigantic fight through the Citadel archives, but whatever (laughs) you go back to your apartment and you have to throw a party for everyone. So now the bittersweet thing is like, this would have been like a really cool DLC because the, the last part is like, you could just talk to everyone and you like, play cards with them and like you know three people are in this room and you chat with them and you have fun and you remember a memory and and then you go with rex but they also do like really corny stuff where grunt and rex are sitting down at a table together and i swear to you this also happens it's it's all this like bullshit like meme uh fan service where you know in the first game when you would talk to shepherd have you do you see this like meme isaac when you would talk to rex and what would it do uh they just say shepherd and then what would Re- and then what would Shepard say? He would. I don't remember. He would just say he, Rex. He would just say Rex. So you just so you sit down. This is your entire interaction with both of them. Shepard, Rex, Grunt, Shepard, Shepard, Rex, Shepard, and they just do that for like thirty seconds, and then it just goes like Shepard, 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 and then it just like ends. That's like your sit down. Yeah. But then, like, there is a part right at the very, very, very end. You get everyone together, and you, like, take a picture, and you go, this might be the last time we all see each other. And it's, like, somber, and it doesn't pander, and it's kind of written well. And the music balances that scene, and it shows how dire the situation is and how much this crew cares about each other. It could have been an amazing DLC if only that scene existed. But the rest of it was utter, trite dog shit. It was so bad. I just took you through a fucking crash course and never play that DLC. Yeah. Don't even download it. If anyone says they played the Citadel DLC, punch them in the mouth. I'm going to go play <laughs> it right now. Holy shit. It yeah. sounds like they wrote the entire thing in a weekend. I feel... They're like, we need a plot for this DLC. Bang <laughs> well, out by we've, we've already come to the conclusion that I'm pretty sure a fan wrote it, right? I did not encapsulate how awful it is by telling you all of these things. It's Dude, that worse. Shepard Rex thing? It sounds like Reddit.com wrote it's, it. It's, it's, it's Mass Effect 3. It should be uh, Mass Effect 3 colon Reddit the DLC. Right. It was like Holy they... It was, it was like a Reddit made it as a group where a guy said, I'll write the first paragraph and then you write the second. Yeah, one of it's, those. It's just a comment string. Yes, it was. It, Shepard it's, it's, Rex, Shepard Rex. It was exactly that. So, like, in the beginning of the mission where you can, like, read Anderson notes, I was, like, having a good time. At the end, I was just – I skipped everything. I skipped the whole party. I did the Shepard Rex thing. I was like, this sucks. 
and I just quit. I was like, I want to be. I don't want to fucking throw a party. I want to be out of this DLC. I never want to come back to this shitty apartment. Get these fools out of my apartment. Yeah, I was about to be like, I'll do the rest of this mission alone. I love how Glyph saves you, and he doesn't do anything in the rest of the game ever. No. It's literally like they were like, okay, we locked them in a vault, so how, do we, how are they going to get out? And then they racked their brains for about ten minutes, and some asshole was like, what about Leora's drone thing? Yeah. It's seriously like, when you watch a show, and you're like, that's such bad writing. Why would you lock him in to instantly get him out the next scene? Why not write something more dynamic and better? And people were just like, no, we're phoning this one in. Yeah. What can they fucking do about it? It's Why are bad. the worst parts of Mass Effect the DLC? Yes. So exact. So again, another instance of do not buy the Legendary Edition because it's not worth it. You don't need DLC. Sure, you get all the DLC added to the game. It's horse shit. It's better without. It truly is. There's one moment. I just told you about this earlier in the game. The moment earlier in the day, the, the, the moment on Rannoch when you take back the Quarian planet is better. That There, there is a five seconds moment that is better than the entirety of that DLC. It's more humanizing. It's more well written. There's probably two lines of dialogue, and it, you get you get the cool action sequence. You get badass stunts. You get interpersonal relationships. It 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 demonstrates a situation. There's good music thematically. I romance Tally. Your your yeah. the last thing you do is you the you set down the the the, re, the you need to destroy a Reaper. You're saving the Quarian race. They're attacking their home planet. There's a huge fucking Reaper there. You thought it's controlling the Geth. You park your fucking shuttle. Shepard gets out to, to target it with a giant targeting beam. And so it's basically like one-on-one -on -one of the Reaper. It's a super fucking climactic scene because you're on like a little cliffside. There's a Reaper trying to shoot you with its Reaper beams. And you're targeting it so that the team can aerial strike it. And each time it gets hit, it gets closer to you. As yeah, that fight can, is really hard on insanity, by the way. Yeah, it's insanely hard. You cannot get hit once. It mm -hmm. it just fucks you up. So, which I mean, makes a lot of sense. It's a fucking reaper. Yeah, perfect. So sense. it's yeah, it's really well done. So you, you as you're getting out of the shuttle, since I'm romancing Tally, you climb out of the thing, and she goes, "Shepard, if you don't make it, I want to tell you I love you." And then he goes, "Kila Salai," which she just told him earlier is like a a thing in her Quarian language that means like. I'll see you again on the home world or something, which is like yeah. so poignant. He's like trying to fight back for her home world, right? It's I love you, Kila Salai. And then he fucking fights a Reaper. Yeah, that it, scene is always amazing. It's so good. Like, how do they go from that to being like Shepard, Rex, to being like, I should go, <laughs> I should go. It's like there is such a disconnect between these two things. Oh, I, I want to choke somebody out right now. I'm so mad. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah, there's a lot of great scenes in Mass Effect, and uh, none of them are in the DLC. Dude, I've been saving them on my Xbox. Dude, the scene when Thane passes away, and Shepard, like, helps his son read the book to him. I cried. I literally cried. I've played this game, like, five times. I cried. It's so good, his death yeah. scene. I'm, I'm actually going to watch part, the end of it quick. You guys talk about Mass Effect for a second, because I'm going to watch <laughs> it so I can tell you the exact line that Shepard says that got me. Okay. Uh, and what do you your... think? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, what's your favorite power? I don't really... I think it's... That's I a good question. I don't any of the DLCs. That's so... a good question. We'll talk about that in a second. Oh, hold on. This is going to pick it up. I got to... You played... What? What's your... Let me, let me broaden this question first. What's your favorite class? Because I've always just played soldier. I'm a basic bitch. I've played whatever commando, soldier, whatever the gun archetype is in every game and I've just shot things. I've played every class. Me too. I've beaten, I beat Mass Effect 2 as every class. I've also, I don't think I've beaten a single one of the games. What? Yeah, so don't, you don't really know what the fuck you're talking about. You sound like yeah, you guys bitch. have a, I have no idea what's been going on this whole time. Pretty That's much. So <laughs> cool. yeah, we spoiled the entire story for you. <laughs> <laughs> So this is like a this is like a super somber moment, right? I mean, we'll touch on this and we'll go back to your question because I do like it. So Thane is passing away. He already had Keprel syndrome, but he gets stabbed by Kai Lang when they're saving the Citadel, and his son is like reading a book of of like uh, like a prayer book, right? And you read it with him, and then his son, like you finish it, and Thane's like passing away, and Shepard goes, he's like, oh, I thought he already made peace. He's like, he's like, why are we reading this if he's not religious? And, and 
his son, Koliak, goes, he already made peace for the lives he's taken. Uh, he, he's not... He's not sending this uh, this this wish along for himself. He's sending it along for you. And then, as Thane's like eyes are closing, Shepard looks looks back at him, and there's like three seconds of silence, and then he just goes, "Goodbye, Thane. You won't be alone for long." And then Shepard closes his eyes, and the scene ends. And I was like, "That was fucking sad as hell." Yeah. And it's like Thane's saying a wish for this guy that he knows. It's like so fucking good, dude. It's making my nipples hard. And I'm like, I, this fucking DLC is pissing me off so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking atrocious, dude. Just play the original Mass Effect 3. It's perfect. It's a perfect yeah. game. The actual original. Fuck your extended ending. It was not necessary. I don't even know. I just beat it. I don't even know which part was extended. Y y yeah, me you either. Can, you can do the DLC missions at any time. Yeah. I'm going to just go play Mass Effect 3, but only do the DLC missions. <laughs> You're going to have to do the intro or whatever. The... I think I'm like halfway through it. I don't remember through three so i just did it all as an adept which is you just basically have like a ton of biotic powers and it's completely broken i i can i'm min maxing the shit out of it now but that's the thing that's so much fun about it i posted a clip earlier to my tiktok of uh i i got into a room on a cerberus base and like 15 husks came at me and i literally only used shockwave to clear the entire room i didn't fire <laughs> a bullet the shockwave was great yeah but there's so many cool combos, dude. Like in three... I really like Vanguard. Vanguard is like an incredible class. What's what's what can you do with Vanguard? They get the biotic charge ability, mm -hmm. so you can gap close. They also get shotguns, so you can gap yeah. close. And when you use biotic charge, it recharges like it gives you a barrier or a shield or something. Yeah. And so everything goes in like super slow motion, and you just like zoom forward and huge shock wave where you stop, and then you just blast everything with a shotgun. Until it comes back off cooldown, and then you just dash again to get your shields back. You're just yeah. like dashing around, shooting everything with shotguns. It's amazing. Yeah. Very I hard was... on insanity, because if you fuck up, you die instantly. I probably have a perfect insanity build if someone wants to do it. I had... So you play as Adept. You put you don't put any points into throw or pull. You put your points into warp and singularity to start, and then you get shockwave, and then you max out your specs. And you don't spend any other points, because you don't need them. Oh, maybe cluster grenade. But then singularity... like floats everyone in the air if they have no shields or armor, which is great for all the small mobs. Warp combos with it to do a biotic detonation. Shockwave also combos with the when they're in the air to do a biotic detonation. And at the at Shockwave's max level you can have them have it lift them if it doesn't kill them, right. which also combos with warp. So it's like a huge triple thing combo. Uh and I only took one gun because it would give me plus two hundred percent recharge speed. Recharge speed. So I my cooldown on Shockwave was like two seconds, yeah, and then insane. I would, I would. The only gun I would use was an assault rifle. The only upgrades I would put was it was the Madoc, which is a single fire. It you can get the capacity upgrade to have 27 bullets in one clip, and the damage upgrade to make it like a super high damaging thing. And you could spam the trigger to still shoot it really fast. So I would just like hit somebody with singularity warp, spam 27 bullets on them, and then everything is cooled down. It's com like, and you could. It's super accurate from far away, because it's a, uh, it like it has like the the slower uh, attack speed, fire rate, but it doesn't matter. It's extremely powerful. I destroyed the whole game with it. Nice. Yeah, you can beat the game as every class. Like they're all Viable. good classes to play. Oh, and in three, now they took out. There's no multiplayer in the legendary edition. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, so you could still play it in three. I I queued it up last time. I had it. I'm not sure if there's people online. I read a news article that said that it's still pretty popular right now. Maybe on PC or something. When yeah, I, maybe. I queued up for like five minutes straight once on, on Xbox and didn't get anyone. Yeah, uh, maybe it's just certain platforms. So, yeah, but I mean, I don't see why. It's like super fun. It's like a cool horde mode and you just fight waves of enemies mm -hmm. and it's like really badass. I loved it. You had to do it in the original to get max war assets, but now you just get like a bunch extra. You only need like... 5,000 to get like the best endings and the special stuff at the end of the game for it. I had like 7,600 when I beat it. Hmm. So it's too easy now. You, it was like hard to get it in the original. They dumbed it down. Yeah, you'd make like wrong decisions and it wouldn't come to fruition that it was the wrong decision until like the end of the, the game, like the Rachni Queen. Yeah, or the... Uh, the, there's like a, one scene at the very end if you want to go full paragon or full renegade the only way to get like the the best ending with the elusive man is to have talked with him at every 
opportunity throughout the game and like do the investigative options and choose every renegade or paragon thing yeah. that way so like you yeah had i never to, got it i never yeah. got the last one for a little because I'm yeah, like, what did i do wrong I you have had like to max- have yeah you had to have max paragon you had to have cho- or you had to have 90 percent in whichever one you wanted paragon or renegade you had to have the the war assets required and you have to in every conversation with him up to that point have done like the left side of the tree the investigative option and it once you talk to him more it'll bring up a paragon or a renegade option you have to choose that one every time so you yeah. you have to get like six options like chosen already like six options and then the last talk with him he gives you two and then you could unlock the very very last one which makes him like it's the same thing that happens to Saren in the first so it's not really that great it's it's kind of like sucky in that way so at the end of the first game this is like the only bad thing about that reinteraction it's still great and it's like a cool re- interaction um, but when you at the end of the first game when you're talking to Saren he's indoctrinated by the Reapers by just Sovereign and you at the end of the game you're talking to Saren and you go like you don't have to do this it's not too late and he goes yes it is but thank you Shepard and then he just blows his brains out yeah nice and then yeah and it's like super cool and the same thing just happens at the end of three if you have all the points the elusive man's like has a realization and and kills himself as well i think but then uh i think you could save anderson or something if you if you take that option i can't remember exactly but then uh he still like falls to the ground at the end and is like earth i wish you could see it like i do or something which is like Mm. a cool a very cool end to him yeah so, yeah, I never got that option. I was yeah, like, how do I do this? It's tough. And I would look online and people would be like, you have to do this. And people would be like, I did. And it still doesn't work. So I, maybe it's the war assets, like you said, because I never, I never played the multiplayer in 3. Yeah, so you, you almost had to have to play multiplayer to get to the, the highest war assets in 3, which I loved. I thought it was a really cool inclusion. It was great multiplayer. They did a great job there. Which, again, goes to show something very strange. There must be a core team and a DLC team because they added multiplayer and it was impeccable. But everything that comes after the main game is dog shit, and you don't need to touch right. it. Right. Yeah, there's there had to be different people writing for that fucking Citadel mission. Dude, it was fucking bringing me to tears playing the the last mission when you leave Earth, and you're talking to all your people again. There's like so much cool shit, just little lines. Oh, dude, there's also a line with Shepard at the very end of the game, the last time you talked to Garrus, and he's like, "If there's a bar up in heaven, Shepard, meet me there." And then Shepard goes, "And if I get up there," And and I'm alone at the bar. I'll be looking down at you. I always have your back. And then the the like the conversation ends. And I was like, God damn, dude, that's so fucking cool. Yeah, Why those final this... conversations on Earth are really cool. Dude, they re- they fucking knock it out of the park. The conversations are amazing. There's so much like good shit to them. And like the Reaper sounds when you're running down to the Reaper beam at the very end. And he's like, Oh yeah. my god, dude, it's so, so well done. And then to just tack on all this bullshit, all it does is to take away like. Mass Effect is so strong as a core game that it overpowers the shitty DLC, but it shouldn't have been there in the fucking first place. It is a, a prime lesson on just do not have DLC. Absolutely. Don't do it. Yeah, it's D- not working out. There's no reason. This episode turned into me ranting about DLC, DLC sucking, the whole time, yeah. Sucking ass and balls, but it does, man. I can't yeah, wait so to play it all. In conclusion, don't buy the Legendary Edition and don't buy the DLC either. Yeah. I'm I, I'm almost positive that the first three are just on the Xbox Game Pass. No. Because I've I just got them one. For, I'm able to play them for free. I don't know why. Just one. I'll I'll go double check, but uh, if they are on there, do it that way. Go it, dude. It is worth it to pay whatever price they still are in any medium. Mass Effect One, Two, and Three are incredible games. It is a, it is the best trilogy of games. Oh, of, of all of time. Maybe anything. It is. It is undeniably a masterpiece. It's definitely the best trilogy in video games. The Legendary Edition can eat shit. It's a fucking cash grab for the next Mass Effect. It's not making me feel good about whatever is coming up with a new Mass Effect, especially since like. Well, I don't know. I don't know what's going Andromeda on. Andromeda was a pile of shit. They're going to fuck it up bad. They're going to fuck it up Did, bad. Have you played Andromeda yet, Alex? I played like 15 minutes of it. It was so it, bad I couldn't... No, so you didn't even get to the gameplay. It it, <laughs> it like ruined it ruined it for me. I'm like That's what, probably why I haven't finished the other ones yet, but that's not fair to the rest of the series. So it's, I got to go back and try yeah, it again. I, I honestly yeah, doesn't count. couldn't even get through like the first crash landing planet thing because I almost put the game down 
at the first dialogue that was happening. <laughs> I remember like you talked to the guy that you're, it's your main character or whatever. And you're talking to someone and I was like, this is horse shit. And, and right away, none of like the good writing or like the cool character interactions. The first thing that happened is like my fucking twin sister is in a coma or whatever. And then it's like, Oh, also this leader of the ship is my dad. I was like, boo, this fucking sucks. And I almost turned it off. And I was like, let and me stick it out. Then you waited 15 minutes and turned it off then. And then, I, and then I was like, I can't. It's so bad. I can't do it. Yeah, so, it's not worth it. I beat the whole game. It's really, it's really not worth it. So here's here's the takeaway from all of it. Everything that came after the initial game, after 1, 2, and 3 is bad. All the DLCs are bad. Andromeda is bad. I have no hope for the next one. But there will always be Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3. And they will always be incredible. Yeah, it's the best trilogy. Uh Andromeda's trash, though. Yeah. It's so bad. I, j- I literally just finished it today. You played it for like three hours, finished the last mission, started up a new playthrough of one. I'm playing. Th- I'm going to go through as fast as I can. But that's it. That's our takeaway. This is good knowledge. You guys need to know this. If anyone cares about Mass Effect at all, I tested it out for you. Don't fucking get the Legendary Edition. It's not worth it. Right. Okay? And if I find out you did... Oh yeah, dude. So I, my my character, my shepherd, uh, the paragon one I just did was named Dildo Shepherd. Nice. And I was making a name for the second one, and it struck me. What could I? What's the perfect name for a renegade shepherd playing on sanity? Bin Laden Shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm going through now as. Oh man, that's good. Yeah, I'm very excited, dude. He is such a piece of shit on Renegade. It's so funny, dude. Yeah, it's great. He is such an asshole. It's 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 so funny too because they just train like they they override everything you're doing. Like you could just say fuck you to everyone in the very beginning of Mass Effect One. You pick up like four people back to back, and Garrus is like, someone on your team's like, we should team up with him to go fight this guy. And you're like, I don't want him. He's a loose cannon. And then they're like, you should reconsider. And then he just joins you. And you do that for everyone. You talk to Tali, <laughs> and they're like, yeah, let, let Tali join your team. And I'm like, I don't want her. She sucks. And then they're like, you should take her anyway. <laughs> <laughs> they just make you do it so I'm, I'm wondering what's going to happen in certain scenarios if I just go full renegade I'm not even thinking I'm just holding the the, con- the control stick down into the left and spamming the choose option he's just going you're an asshole you fucked up <laughs> I'm like this rules so. oh man I think that's about it do you guys want to um I'm fucking so sour about this DLC. <laughs> it sounds like that Citadel thing was like the, it's like in an anime shows where it's like one of the filler episodes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yep. pay it really though. does sound like a fanfic. It's bad, dude. Go, dude, Matt, cue it up and have Isaac watch you play through it, dude. It's a pile of shit. You're going to be sure. so mad. So that's, that's your homework for the night. <laughs> you guys have to suffer through it so that you know what I went through. I'm no, like, man, I think I'd rather fucking slice my own throat. Yeah, if if you elect not to, I completely understand. I've, I've, it's, it's bad, dude. It's really bad. Well, I guess that about. Do I sound like that? <laughs> I should go. I should go. Yeah, we should all say our our different variations. <laughs> I should go. Hold on. So let me. Uh, what do I have to plug? BoneRobotGames.com. Uh, this is the Bone Robot Games podcast. Uh, I'm on Twitter. At Treebone X, T R E E B O N E X, Treebone X. Check me out. I'm posting all kinds of stuff on there. I've been streaming, twitch.tv slash Treebone Robot. Uh, I stream Mass Effect. I was streaming earlier today. He does stream Mass Effect, I so, can confirm. Yeah, so check that out. Um, I should go. <laughs> yeah, I, sh- I should go. I should go. <laughs> we should go. <laughs> Goodbye. I should go? <laughs>